Hi, friends. Welcome back. How are you? I hope everyone is having a good day today, wherever that is.、Um, I hope your day's going well and I hope you're feeling good. I'm so excited to share that this episode is with the owner and founder of New York based, plant based. Soap brand Kimberly.、Um, I catch up with Kimberly this episode to talk about her long and personal journey with eczema that led her to creating this superfood natural soap line that has really helped so many people. I can comfortably say that it has a cult following.、Um, we dive into lifestyle changes that needed to be made, her mother's influence on her career. And how she's been navigating being a business owner these past few months. So, Kimberly and I have followed each other on Instagram for as long as I can remember. And I'm so excited that I finally got the chance to sit down with her and learn more about her start and her brand and all the knowledge that she has. Cause I feel like she literally knows everything. So, I really hope that you enjoy this episode. Also, just wanted to remind for those listening, Last episode, I mentioned the Black Girl Magic digital platform. So they're actually still running their crowdfunding campaign that will go towards creating their online membership platform that will give users access to a really wonderful network of health and spiritual practitioners and healers who will offer their expertise and healing guidance. So you can find that link to their GoFundMe campaign. That is on their Instagram, and the handle is at Black Girl Magic. And I'll also link that on Lemon Water's link tree, that it should already be there. So if you have the means to donate, of course, please do. If you don't, share it with your community to amplify their mission and their message. With that being said, I'm going to stop talking so we can get to this episode. I really still hope that everyone is wearing a mask and being mindful and taking care of one another. So I love you. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Hi, Kim. How are you doing? <sighs> I say, how are you doing? So let's fill the listeners in、um, what's been going on with you this past week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I was walking down the steps in my. Studio basement where I work, and I missed a step and I fell directly on my ankle and sprained it. And it's just been a mess. Can I curse on here?、Mm-hmm. It's been a shit show, <laughs> and I've been kind of、um, on bed rest for a week, but it was just. It's, it's taking a mental toll on me because I'm a control freak and I have to do everything myself. And so the universe is pretty much telling me to take a seat, pretty much.、Mm-hmm. So I'm like kind of going through like a weird mental transition, a growing pain, but I'm learning the lessons and here I am. Yeah. So for those of you listening, Who haven't heard of Kim before or Territory,、um, I'll let Kim take it away because I feel like no one is as good as explaining your <laughs> brand as you are. So, thank you for the introduction.、Um, mm-hmm. I'm Kimberly. I'm the founder, CEO, curator, all the above, soap maker, content creator. Uh, personality of territory.、Um, it's a coconut oil free, palm oil free 
skincare brand um, designed and specially formulated for people who have super sensitive skin and eczema prone skin as well. Mm -hmm. And pre-territory, how did you, um, how did you come up, not really come up with the idea? We'll get to that later, but what were you doing before this? So I was working in the garment industry as a technical designer. Which is so cool. (laughs) (laughs) And I get the same response all the time, but it, it really isn't as cool. It's not as cool as people think it is. I think from the outside, it looks like a glamorous job, but really when you're in it, it's really a lot of grunt work and it's super tedious and it's underpaid and they want so much for you from you. It's so little time paying you so little money. So, you know, um, it's not, it's not all that cracked up to be. I mean, it was fun while I was doing it. I went to FIT, uh, I studied, uh, design. Um, then I went into technical, I got my bachelor's in TD. Then my, but my passion was lingerie. Lingerie was like the thing that I wanted to be in for the rest of my life. And as working as a TD, I was looking at bodies all the time and naked bodies and understanding the, the, you know, the struggles and insecurities of most women. And uh, even though these were, you know, fit models or women that, you know, walk around like they were gods that, you know, in this industry, but, um, you know, they also deal with skin issues. And I saw that all the time, but, and I mean, and I mean, you know, that's just, that's just what I saw at it. It didn't really click. That wasn't what sparked it for me. But as a TD, I had a lot of experience with, uh, merchandising. I had a lot of experience with Adobe Illustrator, Photoshop. And so, you know, that's kind of like where some of my, I guess I implement some of that work into like my packaging and, you know, knowing how to use these softwares in the industry kind of like help me grow in my branding and help me grow my business. So mm-hmm. I know that you've mentioned in previous interviews and you've even said it before that while you were working you kind of started developing these skin issues and your eczema started flaring up. And I want to get into that. Like what triggered it? Did you have these conditions before? And just obviously you having this personal experience is what led you to creating what is now your full-time job. Absolutely. Um, working in the, working in the city, I'm, I'm in Long, I'm on Long Island. So it's a little bit more lax than being in the city. So always commuting back and forth to the city, not getting enough sleep, being around all this pollution, you know, eating shitty foods every single day for lunch, um, you know, working long hours, not getting a balanced diet. um, And every store that was surrounding me was either too expensive based off of what I was making or it was just like shitty commercial products that, you know, are literally everywhere now, but, um, have been everywhere and that I was using on my skin. I would, 
work these long hours. I would hate my job. I ate shit. And it, I was also in a position where I felt like I wasn't progressing in my life. And I was just on the hamster wheel, just working just to work and not really, you know, my peers, my colleagues at the time were getting apartments and starting families. And I just felt like I wasn't doing that for myself. I'm like, where's my life going? And then before you know it, you know, I am flaring up. My skin is flaring up for whatever reason. And I'm going back and forth. I'm seeing dermatologists. I'm getting tests. And, you know, because I'm working in a rural area and I'm constantly buying like Avena and Aquafina. And did I say that right? Aquafina? Aquaphora. Mm. Is it Aquaphora? Aquaphora. <laughs> Aquafina is a water company. Right. Um, Aquaphora. <laughs> like using all these based um products heavy heavy coconut oil products especially natural products out there Mm -hmm. they use the same ingredients all the time and so I just didn't know that I had a very very specific allergy so um I went to the dermatologist this was I want to say this was like about 2000 maybe like 2000 14, 2015. Mm-hmm. And um, I got tested um, by a dermatologist. I got like some uh, skin patches done and got some blood work done and come to find out that I have a coconut oil allergy. And that, with that said, I couldn't find products that didn't contain coconut oil. Yeah, I'm even thinking, I'm like, majority of natural skincare products put coconut oil as an ingredient because it's super hydrating or so we think and it's the best be all and all we're telling we're being told to put it on our face to put it on our body to put it on our food to put it in our hair just to basically like roll around in coconut oil. So then when, you know, so then even and even again, commercial products, they you know, the, the way they list their ingredients, it's to just kind of like, you know, not really to disguise, but they're giving you the formulated name for coconut oil and that's sodium cocoate. So even when I read ingredients on the back of like well-packaged and well, you know, mass produced products, they're still using coconut oil and it's not, and it's not pure. It's not purified. It's uh, definitely hydrogenated it's processed and it just doesn't do well for me and come to find out it doesn't do well for a lot of people you know when you go to your local trader joe's we're not talking about that kind of coconut oil we're not talking about fresh grinded boiled coconut oil from like the islands or wherever you know any type of tropical island we're talking about like the shit that is grown in the United States or even imported and then super processed to have a super long shelf life. Now, coconut oil is not supposed to have a very long, I don't think it's supposed to be good after like three months. However, we're seeing products that are sitting on the shelves with coconut oil for 
long, longer than a year. Um, that's a problem. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my skin. And so being stressed and then adding like this type of, you know, having that shitty lifestyle and then using so many different products, it kind of just made my skin worse, which made my stress worse because I'm like, well, I can't figure this out. I'm using all these products that are supposedly helping me, but it wasn't, it was doing the complete opposite. So, um, when, when, when it, when I decided to start doing anything with, with my brain, I for, for sure, uh, could not be coconut oil, anything involved. And, um, for about five years, coconut oil was like the shit, like you said, you could roll around in it and it's like, God, but people were buying like the Costco size top of them. And it's, it's strange because I can eat, I can consume it bodily, but I cannot put it on my skin. The shit that's made in the U S however, however, if I go to like my home, like my home countries, Jamaica, Trinidad, and we pick the coconut off the tree we crack it open, we take out the meat, we grind it, we boil it, we boil it down. I can use that oil on my skin. With no so obviously it has something to do with the way that it's being produced, the way it's being processed, you know, once it hits, wherever it hits, how it's grown, it all, it all makes a difference. And, and believe it or not, you know, I was, I was fortunate to build a community and f- like sought out people that also have very similar, you know, allergies. Mm -hmm. And I know that you've also spoken about treating it, like treating your skin condition on its own. So of course, every, we know about skincare, we know about quote unquote diets, anything to do with our bodies, everything is trial and error. But when you're in that trial and error period, it can get really frustrating when it, because it takes time, right? Like Absolutely. they say, try something out for six weeks. Okay. And then another six weeks. And then it ends up being your trial and erroring for over two years. And it's like, that's time that's being passed. It's your body, it's your skin. And it definitely affects your mental health. But I know that you were treating it naturally. So how long was it taking for you to, I know you changed up your diet and how long was it, did it take for you to kind of like make these connections? Hmm. It took me about five years, honestly. That's a long time. It is a long time. Um, but within that five years, I learned so much about myself. And, and I also realized how common this shit is. Our, you know, when I realized that also even working out, working out, changing your diet. We're okay. So like we are unfortunately, and I don't want to, I don't want to like say that it's for all cultures and all races, but I've noticed a, a large amount of, or I've come across many people, especially people of color that are set in certain, that are living in certain places and exposed to certain, I guess, 
economic structures where they're not exposed to certain foods or they're not exposed to certain skincare. They're not exposed to certain knowledge. And so it's kind of like a vicious spiral downward of lack of knowledge, lack of resources to get them out or even just to enlighten them about the, um, the possibilities of how to change their lifestyle to then change their skin behavior. I'm fortunate and privileged enough to live in a household where my mother was very, she's very, very conscious about what we eat, what she eats, what, especially as a child, when I was a child, you know, I was fortunate to always be around a garden and learn how to plant and be exposed to different foods in a different lifestyle other than my, you know, my friends, you know, friends that I know along the way that didn't grow up like that. So, you know, being on social media, I've also come across a lot of people that never even used aloe ever for anything, but it's like aloe's like, who, who the fuck doesn't know what, you know, like who the hell doesn't, you know what I mean? So it's like, um, so I hope I'm answering the question. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, so it just made sense to create a product that I know worked for me for all my life and that I've been surrounded by all my life and using certain foods that my ancestors my family raised me on that, you know, perhaps my friends down the block never had the opportunity to use because that's just not how their life was. Um, but yeah, it, it, you know, changing my lifestyle, changing my molecular, my molecular makeup, my, my, my DNA, well, not really my DNA, but like changing the patterns of, uh, my behaviors and, somewhat my environment not being in the city anymore huge change in my mood huge change in my skin um i'm I'm in less pollution now living on long island is so much cleaner than living in the city um and so yeah and just to touch on what you said when starting your own brand when you were creating your product was it ever in mind like your specific what you wanted to do specifically was also to make it accessible for people. You know, I, I when I was, when I started territory, I really didn't even think that far. I mean, of course I wanted it to be accessible to people because I want people to, you know, benefit from it. Um, I just didn't realize the lack in, I didn't realize the, what was lacking in the market. I knew what was lacking in the market. I didn't realize that because you couldn't find it. Right. 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 Just be, but, but just because I couldn't find it, I didn't realize <laughs> so many other people. Couldn't find yeah. It I'm thinking that this is just such a small, minute itch that like, who the hell, you know? So I was just doing it for people that if I knew you had this issue, or if you somehow came across this and you felt that it worked for you, great. 
but I didn't know, I didn't realize that it, it was such a, you know, it would be um, such a big thing. So talk about like back to your mom and the way that you were brought up and raised your mom actually had her own soap company. So that also heavily influenced you. So my mom is a fucking queen ninja goddess woman. And so my, okay. Like I'm 31 when my, when I was like nine, 10, my mom, we were in California at her mom's house, at my grandmother's house in California. And she just fucking said, yo, I want to start making soap. Next thing you know, when we got back home, the whole house turned into like a soap making factory. And we weren't living in the house that we are living in now. We were living in a much smaller house. And I mean, this woman had soap molds. She made candles. She made bath crystals. She, she made bath salts, she made lotions, she made body, but I mean, all before the shit was popping now, you know, and she would tell me, come in the kitchen, let me show you this. And I would, oh, and the house always smelled amazing. My house always smelled like, just like, uh, like it's the house smells like how it smells now, because now I'm doing what she's doing. And she taught me at the age of like nine, 10, how to make soap and using sodium, um, using, uh, sodium hydroxide and, you know, knowing what, what the difference is between fragrance oils and essential oils and what the, the benefits are for almond oil or grapeseed oil or, you know, lemongrass oil or like lavender and just teaching me about botanicals and, which herbs are great for this? And, and it always stuck with me. That was like, it was like one of those things where it's like, if that was like, or a bit like a sponge. Yeah. I, that was me and my mom's like highest point of bonding. And so she would go on like these trade shows at the Jacob Javits center in, Ma- in Manhattan. And she would do these trade shows and she would like set up her table. And there were thousands of people. And I mean, I've never seen so many people in one place and they would come to her table and their eyes would light up and they would get so excited and they would pick up soap and they would smell it and they would laugh and they get sad and they get emotional just by everything. And my mom would just have to go home and just do it all over again. And I would help her bag things, you know, but back then, you know, being plastic free wasn't a trend or, you know, we were using plastic. We were using like, all sorts of God forsaking things that I, <laughs> I never like talk about now, but like he put me on to the game and even like, even, even my mom was making candles, bro. Like she was, she was a, she was a crazy person, but, and she had, she, her stuff was in stores and I'm like, she did her damn thing. And I mean, I even have like, some of her old invoices like on paper like the paper's like yellow and moldy like it's gross but it was just like this is this is like vintage territory inspiration yeah is so cool and I love you know now my mom is just like she's kind of like my momager Mm -hmm. it's like now she's like cracking the whip she's like you gotta work hard you gotta do this you gotta do that so I'm still I'm kind of like Carrying on the legacy a little bit, um, 
just just in a, in my own way. That's and, so um, beautiful. Uh, yeah, I love that. I really love that. Also, I know that like, so she's taught you so much about it. And I think you're doing the same with your audience. And I say that because you and I had a conversation a couple months back that you really wanted to make it your mission to kind of like educate people about the the industry right now. And I say industry as like the, the commercial beauty, quote unquote, wellness industry, because there are so many ingredients that are used in so many of the products that really, even if it doesn't affect us in like the short term, it can affect us in the long term. And there are things that we just don't even know about. And I know that you have like really been communicating with your audience to know about all these different ingredients. And is this something that, how has the response been on that? Like, do you find that people find it helpful? Um, is it really eye opening for them? I'm sure they've made different connections as to like why their skin is like flaring up or whatnot, or they're being more mindful. Hell yeah. Um, I, I'm, I, I started a series of, of this um, segment called what the fuck is. <laughs> I'm actually going to start it back up again once I free up some time, which will be very soon. Um, but it's pretty much like me highlighting like what the fuck is sodium palmate? What the fuck is sodium cocoate? And really like zooming in, doing the research mm-hmm. uh, and really breaking down the toxicity levels, what, you know, where it derives from and what the possible allergies or what the possible uh detriments that can be in these products like for example me I never understood lotion I never understood it and I there are really good lotions out there but there's the companies are so small and no one really knows about them but you have these companies these big companies Johnson and Johnson you know I'll just say that they're one of the biggest, but, uh, you know, they use all these extra really cheap man-made product, uh, ingredients and just to, you know, sell the item for $7. And, you know, you're, you're using this on your skin every single day. And And what goes on our skin seeps into our bodies, right? It changes. It can, it can fuck up the immune system. I mean, you always want to read the label. I think reading the label is something that I've always been an advocate about. Um, there's a reason why labels, ingredients on skincare is so tiny. It's aside from the fact that the packaging is so small, but who the hell's going to read that? Who's going to read it and sit there and dissect each and every one? Um, and also, you know, even these new upcoming brands, they're, you know, I noticed that they're, educating people but it's it's like why use it anyway why use something that like for example silicones not all silicones are bad but not all silicones need need to be used for uh you know retaining moisture in the skin or in the hair you know what i'm saying like there I feel like there are alternatives, but there is a there is a large amount of like greed and fast turnaround. And I get it, it's business. But when you're trying to fix a problem, I think that you should be conscious about 
and honest about, you know, what you're putting because that will destroy the integrity of the brand and the brand voice and why you're even doing it. Um, you know, and, and, and again, I also realized that not everyone is an expert. I'm not an expert. I am not a dermatologist. I am not a doctor in any kind of way. So I know we all can't get all the information about everything. I understand that. But if you're going to create a product, in my opinion, if you're going to create a product and you're claiming that it's natural and you're claiming that it's clean, why is it that we can't see the process? Why is it that we can't pronounce certain things? Why do, why do a lot of the ingredients have to be man-made or made in a lab? Why is that necessary? So, I mean, you know, I pose those, I mean, I try not to pose those questions too much because I, I don't like to get into conflict with other brands, but I've even, um, even, you know, I was talking about um, lanolin and a brand reached out to me and I was like, well, we use, we use, we use lanolin too. And it's not that bad. And I'm just like, you don't need to use lanolin. You know, it's not absolutely necessary to help. And most people, I mean, do you know what lanolin is? Do you know like where the sheep stuff? Right. It's like, yeah. And it's it, me personally. Seeing not the for me. <laughs> right. Seeing the history of lanolin and how it's made and, and, and uh, seeing what it has done to my skin. I mean, I used, I've used skincare products that have lanolin in it and me personally I feel dirtier using the product afterwards because it's just like a film that just sits on top of your skin but it's just like it's not penetrating it's not adding nutrients I noticed that a lot of skincare is just for the the temporary use but I I personally feel like just like food if I'm going to put something on my body or put something in my body, 20 years down the line, I want to make sure that I'm not fucked up by it. For example, just like using sunscreen. I think using sunscreen now in our early years will help us retain better skin when we're 50, 60 years old. But if we keep using this shitty stuff now, 20 years, 30 years down the line, we're going to have wrinkles, sunspots, weird, you know, we're going to look weird. So, you know, that's, that's my philosophy. I think if we paid more attention to the ingredients, tried to at least understand what it is, try to go in depth of what some of these ingredients toxicity level is, if they can um, possibly over time, you know, with use over time, will it trigger something? You know, it, it, it doesn't hurt. I mean, we're dealing with these skin problems for years now. The least we can do is take a minute and look up an ingredient for products that we use every single day. I don't even want to start to tell you what's in Dove Body Wash. We're not even going to go in there. 
Just taking a quick break from our episode to share a message from our sponsors over at Year of Ours. Year of Ours is a female-owned activewear brand based out of LA. With a close emphasis on fit and fabrication, Year of Ours aims to make every single person feel empowered by providing cool, colorful, elevated silhouettes and styles. So since they founded, Year of Ours has evaluated the needs of customers to better outfit a diverse community with varying shapes, sizes, backgrounds, and beliefs. They're continuously introducing new cuts and fabric formulas intended to fit a wide range of lifestyles and also offer extended sizing. This season, we explore the great outdoors with their new fall collection. The warm cocoa, olive hues, and soft fabric transition seamlessly into the new season. So you can find Year of Ours online and at select retailers, including Net-A-Porter, Carbon 38, Revolve, Shopbop, and Urban Outfitters. If you head over to yearofours.com and use code LEMONWATER, we actually have have a little discount for those listening and that's 25% off your purchase at checkout. So that's valid until November 16th. So if you're looking for new workout wear to wear inside for your out-home workouts or even outdoors while you're hiking or taking walks, going on runs, I definitely suggest you check them out. I personally love anything green. So that's what I'll be wearing. Now back to our episode. What I love about what you're doing is exactly to the note of you saying like, who the hell is reading what's on a back of a bottle. But if we know what to look for, that is a no, no. And I think those are definitely ingredients that you highlight. We turn around, we're looking for a specific ingredient that we know is bad. I say bad because literally what can fuck us up and then, okay, it's there. No, thank you. Not for me back on the shelf. So I think it's important to just highlight, of course, we're not going to sit here and learn every single chemical compound or ingredient that these like giant brands are using, but we can, you know, put it on us to just have those like main ones highlighted. So it can really help us when making decisions because ultimately we are the consumer where our money goes is, our choice. And I mean, even something as simple as knowing what the difference between essential oils and fragrance oils, you know, I think that's something very basic that everyone should know by now. And, and there is a reason why companies use fragrance oils over essential oils, obviously because of the shelf life, but the chemical compound to fragrance oils are shit. And it's, definitely trick it's definitely flares so many people's eczema for sure without a doubt and that's why they have unscented options for people with super sensitive skin to me i think me personally i think why use the fragrance oil at all um why even why even use it if you're trying to help a situation but 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 then again i don't know i don't know what their motives are i know my motive so Exactly. Um, also, we all know that stress and anxiety are all in, like can trigger us internally. So it's not only about the products that we're using, but also lifestyle changes. So what were some lifestyle changes that you made that supported you on your journey? Bro, meditation is God. Like I cannot go a day without meditating. It's been, that's one of the biggest things for me. Um, when 
I mean, even, even if you don't have a busy schedule and you're constantly on social media and you're constantly doing a million things and your attention is being taken from one place to another in a matter of five minutes and you have a list, a long list of things to do and you also have to take care of yourself. You have to remember to eat and drink water and, and sleep. Meditation is kind of like that thing where um, kind of helps you recalibrate your brain a little bit so that you function properly. Um, yoga, working out, detoxing my body, making sure that I'm constantly sweating. At least if I'm sweating at least once a day, sweating is so important. You're getting all that, all that shit that you put on your body, you're sweating it out. Um, everything you put in your body, you're sweating it out. Um, I've been getting lots and lots of sleep. Uh, I don't believe in the grind culture anymore. The grind culture is just too much. Uh, We've sleep, left that in the past. Right. Sleeping is so important, especially with dealing with skin. You need to sleep to reset and heal your body. If we try to avoid sleep, we can't be ready for the next day. We can't go on for the next day. You have to like rest your body, allow it to heal, allow it to the cells to rejuvenate itself. That was a huge change for me because I, I was the person that slept like three hours a day. I don't even know how I was doing it. And I wondered why I had so much acne and my hair wasn't growing and I had so many issues. Um, Eating right, I mean, I, I I teeter back and forth from veganism every now and then, like most people do. Um, but I cut meat out for the most part. Dairy gone. Don't touch it. It's disgusting. Um, I definitely uh, taking. I am making sure that I am uh, consuming more omegas and more fatty. Uh, more fatty, healthier, healthy, fatty foods. That is to me, the key to helping me manage my eczema. Um, making sure that you're getting those healthy fats, whether you're getting it through fish, nuts, taking, you know, a supplement, whatever you got to do. It helps me tremendously. Um, what else? And, and, and kind of like mimicking, you know, what I use, you know, pretty much what I use in my soap is kind of like what I use in my, in my daily diet. So like anything from like CMOS, CMOS is incredible. I mean, CMOS is great for joint pain. And I mean, I've been dealing with like a knee issue. I'm also now dealing with an ankle issue. So the CMOS is definitely helping with that for sure. Yeah. Um, is it know, in all your soaps or only one? It's all, it's in only one, which is the mm -hmm. oatmeal. It's phenomenal. Um, aloe I'm constantly. Cause I mean, I've been, I've been like sneaking aloe in my smoothies. Have you ever actually had aloe? Like by mm -hmm. like, first of all, I get aloe in my mouth all the time and this shit is gross. Aloe, watermelon, mint blended. Your life will change. How much aloe are we talking Oh, with sorry the, for those that be like, it's like half, like a half a cup before you, you like, drink it with the skin on. No, are you it's using jelly or is it, or is it like, yeah, oh, it's in the, yeah, it's, and it's good for your, it's really good for digestion. Your inside. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. 
It's a good laxative, I was told. Uh huh. <laughs> it's great. It's honestly, it's, I want to call it a superfood. Yo, definitely. I mean, if you've ever had experience, if you come across CMOS, I highly recommend it. Just yeah. taking like a full a day is like taking a multivitamin. Really? I'm right, sure it's so. packed with like minerals too. Well, it's like it has 94. Mimics, it mimics 94 um, nutrients that our body needs on a daily basis. It's thick. I need to try that. You do. I need um, to try that. And uh, I mean, plantains has been a staple in my family and, and, and in many Caribbean cultures for Ever. a long <laughs> So it's like, I couldn't leave that one out. Um, Plantain and coffee is like a dream. And, um, and I'm, I've been coming up with some, you know, interesting stuff, but we'll get to that. I'm excited. Um, so I know you just mentioned you have left the hustle and grind culture behind, but as we know, the Black Lives Matter movement, the social justice movements that are happening right now, everyone is amplifying black voices and black owned businesses and with that you have obviously i have seen have been hit with an influx of demand and how are you feeling about that (laughs) (laughs) excellent question (laughs) did i hit it on the head (laughs) you did you did I am going to be, this is good because I'm going to be excruciatingly honest. Mm-hmm. The influx is cool. I mean, who doesn't want that influx? You know what I'm saying? But the problem that arises from that is that because it was, it happened so suddenly, it kind of I want to say it you're kind of forced a little bit to be responsible to educate people where um that's not I mean I I am here to educate but I'm not here to educate on that particular topic but to me personally I was skeptical about it because of course it always seems like oh a new black brand to invest you know to to support but it's you know it wasn't to me in the back of my head I'm like okay well let's see how long this lasts that's what was going in my mind that's what was going on in the back of my head it was great it was great clout in the beginning but Let's see if this clout or let's see if this same support or let's see if y'all are really down for me three months down the line. Let's see if you really connect with the content because I'm a black woman and I'm going to amplify black voices and black beauty and black people, whether there's a social injustice or not. So to me, it's more like, yes, you welcome. Welcome to the territory experience. However, this is not a brand that is 
uh, I guess you want to say that's a trend. I'm not a trendy brand. I'm not white. I'm not trying to ride on that trendy wave. Like, and, and, and I'm not here to entertain people. Like in my personal opinion, most brands do. And so I, I, I am getting a new audience. Absolutely. Love it. But I want to see where that new audience, I want to see where that new audience is next year. I want to see if that same audience is talking the same talk that they're talking now next year and years on in the future. Um, that, that's really, that's really where my, my mind is. I mean, and I've had, I've had conversations with my, my good friends who are white and they're like, yo, y'all still have to protest this shit. Like we still have to protest. We like, why are we, but you know, it is institutionalized. It, it is something that you just got to work through it. You just got to still be your authentic self. And that's what I will remain to do. Um, you know, I do plan on, you know, a lot of people are reaching out to me, ask me, do you plan on, you know, coming out with new products or coming out with, you know, different products that don't align with territory. And I'm like, well, that to me is scary because that means that you don't know the brand very well. And that, means that maybe I'm not doing a better, you know, maybe I'm not doing a job with educating you on the brand, which, you know, happens when you are doing everything yourself. But, um, I'm, I mean, for the most part, I am getting good feedback on since it has happened, but just like anything, any, any type of hype dies down. And unfortunately, unfortunately I'm calling it hype because I mean, how many, I I just feel like the conversation has died down on social media, at least. The conversation has definitely died down. Uh, You're not seeing as many black squares anymore. (laughs) Whatever the fuck that was about. And um, I mean, the fight still goes on. It might not be on social media, but, you know, internally it is. And yeah. Yeah, I think we as non-Black people need to continue doing the work and it's definitely not a trend and it's not, it's not, it's not a moment. It's right. definitely not a moment. And right. you just got to, you know, keep moving forward with it and keep doing what we have committed to be doing. Right. Yeah. And I, I yeah. think that, you know, the real change needs to be where the power is and you know, again, this is just something that's been in, in the, you know, I know right now it's a worldwide thing, but, you know, me speaking from the, you know, in the United States, it's been something that's been engraved since the land was founded. So, you know, it's going to be hard to wash, you know, launder this type of mindset going to take a long time and and it's just going to also be done in different ways i mean i don't know it's it's an exhausting 
topic, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And what people also often forget for you, it's you're a one human being show. <laughs> and I feel like back to what I was mentioning about the demand being really high at the end of the day, Kim, like you're one person. So yes, listeners, she's one person <laughs> that does everything. Um, and what I really admire is that, you know, you said that you are not entertaining your audience because you don't have the time to sit there and entertain the audience because you're doing your job. And, you know, a lot of brands kind of have these teams supporting them with marketing, social, um, wholesale, all this stuff, and you're doing it all on your own. So really, I think it's incredibly important. And I'm so happy that you kind of acknowledge that you're not going to give into this, you know, grind mindset and you're going to work on your own time because you fucking can. Absolutely. I mean, why am I doing this in the first place? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's, I've seen so many, I mean, I come across, you know, my peers that are also in the, that also run their own businesses and they're doing very well, but they're also very fucking miserable. They're unhappy. They're tired. They don't get enough, you know, they don't get to go out and enjoy life. And I'm like, that's terrible. And I mean, I am, I am definitely, don't get me wrong. I'm definitely go. I'm definitely building a team because of course, like you said, I, I can't fucking do it alone, but you know, I'm slowly building the team. I also have to learn as I go. I, you know, I'm not interested in other people coming in and telling me how to run my business because I am going to know my business inside and out down to the finances, down to the logistics, down to everything. I'm going to know it all. And, you know, even down to the social media. I mean, I enjoy being on social media. Who doesn't now in this time? And, um, you know, I just think that this time right now, since I've been on bed rest, was kind of like... Which also is probably internally, like, ruining you. Oh my gosh, you have no idea the mental turmoil that I've been in in the past... 14 days I have been in bed and and don't get me wrong I'm hopping around doing little things but I've had people come and help me but I literally had a wake this was a wake-up call I said to myself nope one I have to find a bigger space now two I have to hire employees three I may just have to hire someone for social media and you know do the sales and marketing and and all that but um Again, like you said, I'm going to do it at my own pace. Um, I also, though, I still don't. I I do as far as making the product accessible because my product is an all natural product, 100% natural. I want to make it accessible for people that will actually use it. I have no I have no interest in just sending my product somewhere and letting it sit on the shelf. Natural products need to be consumed within a lifespan. You can't keep food in the refrigerator for a year, right? It's going to go back 
it's going to be, it's going to be just bad for everybody. Um, I don't use preservatives. So I do believe in making my product not outsourcing from like any weird countries or anything or whatever people are doing these days. I do plan on keeping things fresh. And so I do just want to keep the product available for those who are interested in the product and that help people. Um, Now, again, it doesn't mean that I'm going to be in every store. I don't want my product in every store because not every store shares the same uh, core values that I do, especially sustainable. You know, like a lot of stores are asking me to use plastic and I'm like, fuck, I don't know. No, absolutely not. And because, you know, oh, we, you know, we're not sure how long the, the, we're not sure how long your product is going to last on the shelf. Well, then I'm sorry. Then this is not the product for you, for your store, period. Um, Which just means that I just need to work on my marketing, work on reaching different people in different, you know, the whole spiel. But, uh, you know, everything is still brand new to me. I don't have any experience in running a business. So I am still learning a lot. But man, oh man, sitting in this bed alone and just thinking of all the things that I have to do and thinking of the things that I want to do and realizing that even though this whole BLM thing blew up in my face, all the opportunities that came after that were great, but it doesn't mean that I needed to hop on every opportunity because I still also, there is a creative bug in me. And in order for me to get that, those creative things out and, you know, do those things with the brand, I can't provide for every fucking store that comes around my way. I also want to give gifts to my immediate customers. And again, I do want to keep a lean team. I don't want to grow out of control um, because to me, I don't want to compromise the integrity and the quality of my product for, you know, just to blow up, um, you know? So, yeah. But slow and steady. That's the only way to keep it sustainable, you know, for yeah. like with its longevity. Right. I know you're working on a little few things and you want to keep it hush hush, but is there anything you can share with the listeners? Any sneaky peekies? <laughs> so we know sneaky peekies is so cute. <laughs> um, we know that territory is a superfood based product, uh, soap line. And so what I love to do is I love, love, love to research foods and how they help the body and, of course, the skin. And so I am, lately, I've just been dabbling in, well, not lately, I've always been a wine drinker, but I've been a, lately, I've just been dabbling in a lot of wines for the holiday I've been um, messing around with making a wine soap that I'm really excited about. And I am hopefully launching it pre-holiday. And it's something that's special to me because wine is so good. 
It's actually one of, <laughs> it's the only alcohol that I choose to drink. I don't like drinking any other alcohol. It's the healthiest alcohol there is. It's loaded with antioxidants. My mom drank my mom drank one glass a day when she was pregnant with me. And here I am. My mom one glass a day when she was pregnant with my sister. And here she is. So, you know, I definitely am going to launch a wine soap. I, for my birth, for my 30th birthday, I took a wine bath. At a what? Spa. Yes. It's, it was, <laughs> but there's, did you spa- drink it while you were in it? Well, no, absolutely not. But they, but no, no, but, but, um, you do get a glass of wine when you're in the tub and mm-hmm. it's, it's at, um, what is it? air ancient baths what there's a specific name for it, this treatment it's not called wine I'm, treatment i'm googling it it's like busy busy not busy i don't think it's a wine bath, spa. Wine bath treatment or something vinotherapy spa therapy so yes i got vinotherapy and it was so much fun and i loved it and i felt great so I want to give that experience. And like a soap for. Yeah. I want to give that a shower experience to all my lovely followers and, and customers and, and clients for the holiday. And so that's something that I'm so fucking stoked about. And um, I am going to pair that. I'm working with a, a very brand new candle company. Um, she's actually a really good friend of mine that I grew up with and I'm helping her with the, you know, I'm helping her with so much, but she's such a, a wonderful person and she has helped me, especially through like my time in bed and she's been helping me make soap and she's just a phenomenal person and I'm going to for the holiday launch her brand through territory because she's so special to me and I want her to be seen and I want her brand to grow. So we're going to introduce it as a little gift set and it's going to be amazing. And I can't excited. And also just for the Canadian listeners out there as of 2021, Territory will be shipping at a more affordable price to Canada, to Canada, to Canada, (laughs) (laughs) to Canada. And so, you know, I have, I have some like really like down, down for life Canadian customers who are paying that very hefty $35 shipping that I, 35 US, which ends up being like 45 to 50 dollars canadian which is yeah no first of all i had no idea and two i i feel so bad i feel even worse (laughs) so like yeah we're gonna figure something out for um for 2021 and um also australia i don't know if anyone in australia is listening we might be launching in australia so that's amazing i feel like australia is definitely into that stuff 
tell you something. I'm this close to moving to Australia <laughs> and just leaving all the shit behind and starting territory all over again in Australia. Yeah. It's so dope over like there. Like having your own farm and growing your own produce that is going yeah, into sure. the product. You know? I really want to be, I really want to be like by a beach. Like that's like, well, that's calling. If you're feeling called to it, yes. you need to it. Like I want to surf. Like I want to be like that trick, that black girl in Australia who surfs with blonde hair. Like a sick hand. Do it. I think I think give me like five years. I think you should do it. <laughs> um Kimberly, thank you from the bottom of my heart Absolutely. for taking the time. Is there anything else that you want to sign off with? Read your labels, <laughs> exercise, sweat once a day, meditate for at least 10 minutes a day, um, cut out dairy. Did I say read the labels? Read the labels. Um, of all your read your labels, people. Read the labels and territory is 100% natural, 0% bullshit. I plan on staying that way for life. And yeah, just live a good life. Just be your one thousand percent authentic self all the time. And, and I fuck with we that hear that a lot. Oh, <laughs> sorry, but um, sorry about that. But yeah, I mean, like, just just do what makes you happy. And I learned that that I think that was the the turning point of even where territory started. I think that's why territory is so where it's at now because I've, I'm doing what makes me happy. And that's the most important thing. And, you know, it takes us, it takes us time to realize that. And, you know, some people can notice that earlier on. It doesn't matter what time you're noticing that because I don't think, this whole notion of like, it's too late for this. It's too late for that. I don't think it's ever too late to kind of start where you are. I don't know. I mean, I think some people would say that I started late. I sometimes think that I started late, but I know people that start their career, like their real true passions at like 60. And I'm like, shit, you're going to, you know, how long is that going to last? You know, but you know, just, yeah. Thanks for having me. I love you. I love you more. I really do. I really do. And um, also, listeners, follow Territory only, like, only. Um, a wonderful account. Wonderful Instagram account also. But Kim is always providing you guys with resources um, and more information about products that are in your skincare that you should be avoiding. So... That's that. And yeah, thank you, Kim. 